1: Welcome back, everyone, to another mini-sode of Gaining Momentum. Megan here. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today. I'm here with my trusted co-host, Abby. Abby, how's it going? How's life?
0: Good. Life is life is life. I, I feel like I always get like so weirdly life. existential when life. you ask me, where <laughs> yeah. I just am like, like I'm all prepared to be like, good. And then I'm like, but am I good? But what yeah. is good? That's but good. I also want to say not just welcome to any mini-sode, but the final mini-sode of season yes. two. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. We would
1: re- be remiss not to address that. We are getting towards the end of our season, which is like really exciting. And this is the last mini that we're going to do for a little while. So we better pack it all in, Abby.
0: Yeah. Pack it up. Pack it in. Let me begin. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm I, i actually feeling pretty good. good. Uh, where I am right now, we're coming out of a heat wave. Nice. And so I think... I was going to say a little bit more impatient than usual. I mean, I think it's time <laughs> to drop the facade. I'm clearly not a patient person. Every week yeah. I talk about how I wish I was more patient yeah, and I want to work on my patience. And I'm like patient-ish. I would yeah. So Kenya Barris, if you need another show idea, patient-ish. Yeah, I'm, in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all hilarious. over the place for this. Yeah, I hear
1: that. <laughs> but I think like it's okay. Like I think it's also okay to like know who you are and know mm-hmm. what your know what your spectrum looks like for Mm -hmm. a particular skill It might look different for you when you're winning at that than when somebody else might might be who like you know comes comes by that more honestly you know what I mean
0: yeah I do know what you mean and I appreciate you saying that yeah I think you're doing great I think you're doing great as well and I think I would like to know how are you this fine evening I'm good I'm okay I'm
1: feeling yeah I think I'm feeling like the last Oh, I mean, like, the last year has been a wild ride, as we often refer, but like the last couple of weeks have been kind of tricky and tough and like just sitting in a lot of grief and, mm-hmm. but we're coming out of a weekend that I think was like nurturing and energizing. And yeah, I'm just like, it's hard to know though, like what's just like getting used to like a certain level of low mm-hmm. <laughs> or what's like, but I think it's, a, I think like the hope and possibility that like, we may be turning a corner with, with some of the things to come with COVID and is also kind of helping my mood and helping me.
0: And oh, I yeah, went- you're living that double vax life. How is I am um
1: uh you know I feel so superior no I'm just,
0: kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding uh it's good
1: I yeah I feel so grateful that I'm in that I'm on that side of a second dose mm-hmm. yeah it feels good and that's probably maybe part of it like it just feels like okay we're, we're getting there so that's like feeling really like optimistic and mm-hmm. we went to a kangaroo farm today so like really <laughs> what are you what do you need is, it, is that like
0: a euphemism or was it a literal kangaroo farm? No,
1: it is. It's like the place that we live has a, like a kangaroo. It's a little bit complicated. Like it feels a little bit like when you're there, like, is this okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just going to like live in that complexity and say that we had like the loveliest time at the kangaroo farm today. Uh-huh. I took my kids and they just love animals. And like my one, my littlest was like, basically like, like lying in a pack of kangaroos, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it was just like it was uh, uplifting it was uplifting so oh
0: good I'm so glad you guys had today then
1: yeah I'm gonna carry that through the week so
0: nice I think I'm gonna carry with me so I have a yard for the yes! first time as an uh, adult is that yeah. true yeah mm-hmm. I think so the first time since university way back when mm-hmm. and so we did some yard work this weekend Wow! and turns out I liked it
1: okay I hope but, that like, I hope that hangs on that know, novelty the can wear off <laughs>
0: I was like give me till the end of the summer actually yeah. give me till the end of the day mm-hmm. I was messaging one of my friends and I was like I love yard work and she's like I don't know her yeah and then <laughs> i and then, like an hour later I was like my allergies do not love yard work I gotta get no, out of here
1: <laughs> no I know I mowed the lawn yesterday and like my my our lawn is not nice like there's a lot of like dirt patches and it was just like allergy city by the time I was done like all of the and I was I'm just like covered in a coating of like film of dirt
0: <laughs> yes yeah allergies I yard work don't mix so i think it's one of those things where maybe i'll just have to admire it from afar
1: yeah or just do like the parts that like don't aggravate your like do the like planting of vegetables and like maybe that's part like (gasps) yeah we also have a bunny
0: well (gasps) no not a pet bunny
1: oh i was like what
0: (laughs) but just like a neighborhood bunny that just goes from yard to yard just i don't know peter Rabbiting people's gardens
1: cool that's that's kind of great what does your kid think of that
0: Oh, obviously he loves it. He yeah. gives like bunny reports. He'll be like, "I saw the bunny hopping across the street, and then it hopped into a yard, and then it went into the bush, and then it." Came. Yeah, you're like, okay, I get the drift. I catch the drift. I know, I know what bunnies do. It's all good, thank <laughs> so you. The bunny, thank bunny you was bunnying. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing though. Ah, I'm so, I'm so pleased for you. Like all of the opportunities and things that come with being in this new space, even though the allergies may be aggravated, having space and, um, you know, like. Everything that that offers is such a such a gift.
0: It is, and I'm trying to just embrace it and be grateful for it and enjoy it because, you know, moving's hard. Moving's in transition, but it's just yep. what this move has afforded my family and I. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the first well, I shouldn't say that because we do have a child, but I didn't say like <laughs> the first like grown up decision that my partner yeah. and I have made. <laughs> I'm gonna back up the bus. We've made <laughs> a couple, a but <laughs> <Rewind>. <laughs> so yeah. it's like one of the second or third biggest grown-up decisions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's a big choice. And yeah, because
0: like- we moved like specifically, we were like, this is a good choice for our family. Yeah. So we should see this through and see how it plays out.
1: But it's like also it's probably one of the first adult choices that you had to make where you like know that you're giving something up also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to like make that like a lot of other adult choices are like not They're not so starkly like, okay, in lieu of these things that we love about our life, we're going to make this choice Mm -hmm. because we'll gain these other things that we need to be
0: well, right? I'm so conditioned from the pod that when I hear the word gain or gaining, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's going to say momentum.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You guys, you all gained momentum on this choice.
0: (laughs) Speaking Speaking of gaining momentum. I was going to say speaking of choices. (laughs) It's amazing. Get out of my head. Yeah. Stop (laughs) it. It. So speaking of choices and gaining momentum, mm-hmm. we had some questions for the Gaining Momentum community following our episode on anti-Asian racism with our yeah. lovely guest, Grace. What did people have to say?
1: They had a lot to say, actually. And interestingly, like the questions this week sort of because our intro to the episode also was addressing the recent news of genocide coming out of Kamloops Chekwemak the like Kamloops Indian Residential School mm-hmm. i there was sort of a mixed bag of questions this week partly addressing that piece and then partly addressing
0: our conversation with Grace but
1: like certainly thematic you know like between both of those particular vehicles
0: yeah systemic racism is is a through line yeah.
1: so you know what's really great i'm going to say about our community it does seem like folks are feeling emboldened to have conversations that right. are like not easy you know ask I asked on both ends if people were talking about what was going on as far as like the, the findings uh, in Kamloops and also talking about the rise of anti-Asian hate
0: mm-hmm.
1: it kind of seems like folks are talking more about the former than the latter and that's that's maybe a little bit interesting I wonder headlines yeah maybe and it and because I, I know and I think maybe there's headlines in both directions but like
0: because so the most recent where we are, where um, yeah. we're reading, unfortunately, there is lots. Yeah. I don't even know what the word is. I'm going to say lots to be uncovered, but that feels. Kind of mm-hmm. on the nose because I didn't mean it literally, but also yeah. literally, there's yeah. lots to be uncovered. Yeah, and because absolutely, residential school is something that we've all grown up knowing about, mm-hmm. and or know, not, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe because there's just such like con- such a concreteness to like what's going on on that end right well, now.
0: Well, I think there also is too with all the diff- all the violent attacks totally. on people who are Asian, just because people, you know, yep. racists are going to racist.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like, I'm spitballing. I, but people are talking about both of those things um, in their household. And I and I love to hope that like some of the things we talk about here help help people along mm-hmm. in having those conversations. And also, obviously, like, we're always trying to share resources that help support uh, moving those conversations forward, because it can be overwhelming. And it can be really like tricky to understand like, okay, well, what do I say to my five year old about without like, mm-hmm traumatizing them or whatever but you know I, I do refrain I kind of come back to the refrain around you know if kids were old enough to be treated in this way or uh, kids are old enough to learn right yeah. yeah and it's hard it is but it is hard it can be both and right yeah so other really interesting stuff um pretty universal Uh, feedback from our BIPOC listener community about having to end relationships with people when Mm -hmm. people haven't showed up in the conversations around racism Mm -hmm. or have like let them down in that department. Mm -hmm. So I just first want to thank people for like sharing that with us. It's not easy to talk about. And Grace talked about it quite a bit in our interview. Um,
0: And sometimes it is easy. Sometimes it's just, it's cut and dry where like, if Mm -hmm. you're going to deny my existence yeah, and something that's so central to my existence because it makes you more comfortable to pretend that it does—it's not there. Then, mm-hmm. boy, bye.
1: Yeah, and I'm wondering—I'm—I'm I'm interested to know if that's increased for people in the last year or so with some of the like much more like empowering conversations in this mm-hmm. department. That's just interesting to me. Like, if those are things that people have been doing for a while, or it's like re- more recent where it's like, no, I—I I deserve to be surrounded by people who are humanizing and are yes. willing to sit with my experiences. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, are white folks learning how to show up a little bit better? I hope so. We'll see.
0: Well, what about the question that you asked to our listeners who are white? Yeah.
1: So most folks who responded to that question acknowledge that they have let people down.
0: What was the question? Have you let people of color down? Um, the uh, question like friends was who are in the BiPAC community?
1: Have you, had a t- have you ever had a time where you needed to quote show up better for a BIPOC friend or family member okay and most people who are are white and in our community acknowledge that they they've had that experience I've had that experience for sure and it's not about shame and guilt and like you know making it about you it's about like learning okay well that was a mistake how do I do better and show up better Mm -hmm. I'm just like Grace was talking about you know in our interview around like I'm not here to hold space for you and your Mm -hmm. feelings about this um I always put it out there as a white person. Like I'm happier. I'm come to me. Like I'll work through that with you. Um, versus putting it on like that friend or
0: yeah, like, which you have, which I've appreciated. You've offered to do with people in my life as well sure. to be a facilitator, so that I can just fucking go about my day. Sorry, yeah. I did not mean to <laughs> drop in
1: that. no, no but, it's okay. Like,
0: sometimes it's just exhausting.
1: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's literally the very least I can do is be like, well, why don't you send that my way? <laughs> so just that's another just like offering to like other folks in community. How can you? How can you siphon some of that labor in your direction, if that makes sense, um, and offer that up for people? Other things to just sort of note. Oh, really interesting. Like kind of a mixed bag around if people had heard of like the term around model minority. Ah, um, Yes,
0: referring to this Asian stereotype
1: yeah absolutely i was surprised that uh it was new for a lot of people for like maybe half the people that responded Mm -hmm. um but we did have people which was encouraging say that once they looked into what that meant because it was new for them that they recognized it as like playing a playing a role and showing up in their communities and right um, yeah
0: so they didn't necessarily recognize the term but once they Looked it up, they were familiar with what it entails, just didn't know that that was what it was called. Yeah, that there was a word for it. Okay. And I think maybe have we answered, have we gone through all the listener feedback?
1: Yeah, I think that's everything that's kind of worth noting. So, again, just big thanks to everyone that takes the time to actually reply. It does give us a sense of what people are taking away. And for us, (sighs) sorry, just my child screaming in the background. So it helps us also like, see gaps too. Like, Oh, well maybe we could do like some learning around this. How can we do that in our listener
0: community? I think also I would like to say, since this is our last mini-sode, let's gather some feedback. So anyone who's listening in who has listened throughout the season or listened to more than a few episodes, please feel free to get in touch with us through email, through Facebook, through Instagram, and let us know what you'd like us to be asking in our stories and let us know what you'd like to hear more about and mm-hmm. what you want us to be doing in our mini We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. I'm really excited for this next part. So when we were talking to Grace, we had said how easy it is to access information, mm-hmm. how easy it is to just ask Google how to be a better friend to people in the BIPOC community. So Meg, can you type it in and see what it tells you? Yeah,
1: let me get it in here. How can I be a better support to BIPOC? I'm gonna say BIPOC friends. Sure. Right away,
0: right away. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of options. i assuming page after page after page.
1: Yeah. Eight ways to be a better ally from Syracuse university, supporting our BIPOC friends and family in a time of crisis ways to support the BIPOC in your life circle from circle around, uh, be a good ally to your black friends, how white people can support people of color now <laughs> mm-hmm. from Buzzfeed. And it goes on and on and on. So, you know, when we say like the info's out there, it's out there.
0: And can you also Google, Uh, how to be how to combat anti-asian racism yeah i'm on it how to combat anti-asian
1: racism yep Uh, right away anti-defamation league report asian hate a guide to combating anti-asian racism from relationships to the workplace uh from the canadian government addressing anti-asian racism not that the Canadian government is like the um, supreme authority on being anti-racist in this current moment, but still the, there's, you know, there's curated info out there. How can you help combat hate crimes against Asian communities and sex workers, which is uh, oh, okay. probably coming out of conversations that came out of the um, shootings in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Eight actions you can take to fight anti-Asian violence. You know, it's just like endless. You know, the, the conversation's happening and folks are working hard to, curate those resources and provide them for people so let's not put that work on folks that are already exhausted and you know living at this living that reality every day and get onto that google and maybe skip something you were doing on pinterest do a little bit of work around topics that can be a little bit harder
0: perfect thank you for looking those up and I mean, we, I feel like we put some of those resources on the episode resource list and you can also find Mm -hmm. them on Instagram. They will be in our highlight. And I just feel like, you know, if you want to do the work there, there are things available out there to guide you. And I really hope that we all want to do the work and we all want to do the sustained continued work Mm -hmm. to get to the world that we want to live in. Yeah, and the world we want our kids to live in. On that note, happy final Minisode, Meg. Happy final Minisode.
1: We acknowledge that Gaining Momentum is recorded, produced, and edited on the unceded territory of the Selic Okanagan people
0: and the traditional lands of the Anishinabe, Anina, Oji Cree, Dena, and Dakota peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Gaining Momentum. Gaining hosted to make it-
1: with Art work by Catherine. 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 Catherine.
0: With music by Evan Guy Stark. Please check our show notes with each episode for more information on Catherine and Evan. Plus how you can stay in touch with us through email, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.